When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Throw up, lay it down just like Matt Amari Wrestling over half-ups, gonna make it sorry Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party Full of Ric Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple Blair, huh? Best podcast, structured in the air, huh? From the rings and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap Throw him up, lay it down just like Matt Amari Wrestling over half-ups, gonna make it sorry Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris And we coming every weekend, it's feeling like a party Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Wrap Up Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forge. And with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Malik Blade to my Idris Anafe, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how you doing today? Yes, we love some BBCs. Happy to be here, Mari. <laughs> and um, doing well, you know, feeling... Uh, feeling uh, Really energized as we mm-hmm. podcast about Elimination Chamber this week. This so, week, so, yeah. so energized. So yeah, energized. Um, happy to be here though. Always with you, Mari. Exactly, exactly. Like it's been, it has been a truly long week. I'm telling you, Matt. Week. It feels like it feels like it's been a ten day week as opposed to five. But you know, the show must go on. Yeah. I'm very excited to get into the Elim- Elimination Chamber uh, pre- mm-hmm. uh, preview with you. But before, we just want to acknowledge the loss of a member from the RHAB community. Yeah. Unfortunately, our good friend uh, Dak, uh, also known as Daquan, um, uh, Daquan Wizard, you know, um, he was a moderator for all of our RHAP discords and a, a huge bright spot in the RHAP community. Um, he passed away this week. So um, we'll be honoring him uh, throughout the episode. You'll see in the little left-hand corner, uh, we have a uh, a little his avatar and a purple heart to to commemorate him. And we also have in a link, um, Rob, our patron, our our the patron saint of our podcast network, uh, Rob Cesternino, has some really nice words to say about Daquan um, on last night's uh, Big Brother. Uh, uh, recap episode so we're going to link his words uh, about Daquan in our show notes so uh, please feel free to go there to to listen to some really heartwarming um, words but um, Daquan would love for us to keep going and continue and uh, we'll miss him deeply and we know that he is he will be with us um so yeah yeah, Matt. yeah. and i, <laughs> I mean, and yeah and it, it's hard to and this is something that i mean i don't even remember how much we said on i know that we we talked about sean tucker passing last yeah. week month on, on air months. a little bit yeah. and um you know something that that made me think about and also like losing daquan made me think about just how like there are uh, like it it's so tough to have all these like virtual relationships as it is, but also like 
I, he was so supportive of like mm-hmm. me, our work. I know he supported us on the wrestling wrap up and you were more in touch with him. And so I yeah. don't, I didn't know Daquan like personally. I only knew him in the sense that he was like just a fan of us and like knew who we were. And it felt like yeah. I knew him as much as like any that rabid supporter and community member. And so, um, it just kind of sucks. And I think I'm, I'm really looking forward to like whatever it is that honors his memory um, in the coming weeks. And so we'll make sure to, to share the word about that, of course, like on our own channels, but um, if it aligns with an episode two, I'm sure that we'll link to um, just whatever it is that's remembering Daquan um, in our show notes. Yes. And it it just also reminds us like, there's so many of you guys out there. Yeah. So many of us in this, this community and even outside of this community is like, we want to hear from you. You know what I'm saying? We want to get in touch with you more. And, and if if Dax passing can teach us anything, it's like, we're all here. We're all together. We we're here to lean on each other as a community. So don't be afraid to reach out to us. Even if it's not about wrestling, if it's Mm. just, you know, just say hi, you know, we love, we love, please don't make us talk about wrestling more. Um, (laughs) No, but honestly, yeah, like I think we have a pretty, we have a good track record with, responding to people and I know some folks will like reach out and DM and have like other questions and follow up on what we say so like feel free to do that because we do love to hear from you and exactly um, you know it's like I always put it this other way which is like it's great to know that people are real people are are, like listening like the the numbers um, as abysmal as they might be are not (laughs) Um, so definitely like please reach out um, and we are here for you and here with you yeah exactly yeah um so let's get into a little bit of wrestling news i mean again one way to make the week seem longer we had so much wrestling news it was like one after the other so many things i just had to stop listening at one point like i think some some news dropped today and i was like you know what it's okay (laughs) (laughs) um so let's start off with you know some of the stuff we can get through really quickly first uh so WWE announced that their takeover, which from what I understand, they're not calling NXT takeovers. Like they're not calling them takeovers anymore because it, it's supposed to go with the rebranding of NXT 2.0. Whatever the special event is, uh-huh. they're going to have it on Saturday at like noon or something right before WrestleMania night one. Like it sounds like a hot mess. Like what was the. We've talked about it before. Like, I like them splitting up WrestleMania into multiple nights so people aren't sitting there for like eight hours and all of that. (laughs) But if you're just going to then put another event before that event, it defeats the whole purpose. (laughs) Yeah, but like, if you really break it down, I mean, I won't be there in person. You won't be there in person. We also, I mean, this, this is kind of the problem where it's like, okay, most people, I mean, they bought their WrestleMania tickets. They got their packages. They know that they'll be there in person. Like I, a ton of people will have to sit through this because they want to get their money's <laughs> worth. But right. also at the same time, it's like, do like, what does that mean for the viewer? Am I going to tune in at what is it noon on that day? Noon. And yeah, then like at noon. 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. Yeah, 6 or 7. Yeah. 
you're telling me I have, well, but I don't know. It could be nice, Mari. Like we could do the like WrestleMania, get the mm-hmm. brunch in, you know, get, you know, get those mimosas into and then get back to WrestleMania. Maybe that's the strategy that they're really pushing for. That's, well, somebody, well, you'd have to choose because, you know, brunch stops at three and that's Ooh. about the same time that, uh, <laughs> that this will be going on. Somebody said, so you're going to make me choose NXT between 2. Brunch 2. And NXT 2.0 brunch. Uh, one of them is recorded. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Thankfully, the other is not uh, bottomless brunch in DC. Yeah. But yes. That's, so, I, I'm not bothered by it too much. I have seen like a, a big negative response to it, and I'm like, yeah, you don't have to be pressed. Like, you don't have to be really, there. You don't have mm-hmm. to be there. You don't even have to watch it live. It's okay. It's probably not even going to be referenced on the actual WrestleMania. So you could probably maybe get away with not watching it until like Monday if you just mm-hmm. mute the right terms on Twitter. So like. See, yeah, I choose peace. I choose peace. Protecting there you peace. go. Thank you. And that's something I thought of too. Like I don't understand why didn't they just move it to like why didn't they just have that special event on Tuesday and then you could kind of even really extend out that WrestleMania week. I mean, I know it's already like twenty days, but like <laughs> you know, you have Smack. What do they call it? Like uh, remember they called like SmackDown <laughs> WrestleMania SmackDown on Friday. I don't think that they did. I think WrestleMania that- Friday on that's what they called it. They called it WrestleMania no, Friday. No, because I remember you talking about this last they year. It I think we brought Friday, it up last yo. week too. Uh, or did they and call then- it Day Zero? Wait, <laughs> it was oh, something. Damn. I swear they called you. no because you said WrestleMania Friday. WrestleMania, WrestleMania Friday. WrestleMania. Friday. I yes. I totally, but I know I I went with it last year. But I do think that that they were also calling it WrestleMania Day Zero, WrestleMania Day One. <laughs> oh my god! Up. They were just they were making. It I up think they the were. Goal. I think they did have a WrestleMania like Day Zero right. or a preview on that Friday. Preview, I don't like know. they call it a WrestleMania preview show. But anyways, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Raw after Mania uh, Monday, and then just have NXT uh, WrestleMania in your house on Tuesday. You know, like uh, I don't I understand don't, why they didn't do that. But I well, well yeah, I do understand. They, like you, you said it. They they want people in the seats. They want butts in the seats for WrestleMania week weekend. So, I don't think that's it. I think that they just do whatever they want to do. That that's because like possibility. Really, do you think they they didn't they that that I don't think that was a factor. I don't think anyone, especially with what NXT is now, as good as it is, like I don't, I don't think it's putting butts in seats like that for WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I think, but you know what? Whatever they did, what they did. I'm gonna be. Well, I'm sure we'll probably tune in. um, Yeah. Maybe from a brunch, as mentioned, or not. Uh, we'll keep you up to date uh, right. when we're streaming. Man, we, uh, I would love a, a WrestleMania brunch. I went to a WrestleMania brunch in New York when I was in there. There was it WrestleMania, it, it was like a pay per view brunch one, one year. Where? Um, it was at like Legends Bar or something oh, no. in, in New York City. Something I like thought that. you were going to say the, um, what was they had multiple names, but the world, which was also. There was like the bar that they used to call it WWF New York. It was in times. This was like, oh, yeah, I like remember most that. of our fandom, but that was like yes. 20 years ago or 15 years ago. I remember. Close. Yeah. I never went. I never, never. went. Yeah. It was no like, it was it. kind of like a um, ESPN zone. I exactly. That's dating me. <laughs> no, I mean, those are gone too, I think. Um, oh. So while we're on the subject of WrestleMania, let's keep going. Uh, yeah, apparently, sure. Stone Cold Steve Austin is reportedly confirmed for WrestleMania to face <laughs> Kevin Owens. Like, let me tell you, let me just tell you something. 
my husband said, oh, they're saying Stone Cold is coming back to WrestleMania. I literally said, I don't want it. I don't want to see any more old people uh, like limping through matches. I'm done. I don't want to see it. And then he said, oh, he's going to face Kevin Owens. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> he looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, it's true. I, I'm like not the biggest fan of like the older people coming back. Or or should I say, I don't mind them coming back, but I, I, I really ranted about why can't we get some of the older women back? Why can't Melina come back and face Bailey? I've been talking about it for weeks now. You know, why does it have to be just the 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 male legends that get back? But I do want to see uh, Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens because I want all of the good things for Kevin Owens. And I feel like this is something he would want. And I would hope that he would win so he could officially take the stunner. So, yeah. Um, what? <laughs> we have a what? question from Edmo. What? And I, that's so annoying. And that's another what? reason why I don't want to see him come back. I hate that. That's actually I hate the worst so part much. of his legacy. It truly and is. you know he what? It I, I was doing a bit right there, but I 1000% agree with you on mm-hmm. what you're saying, especially about women and as legends, kind of um, as them, them not being used, them not being brought back. Lita's brought back now. Um, mm-hmm. We, you know, we've seen Trish come back for a little run with a match for Charlotte, but um, we don't get it. We don't ever get it. We so get my it. attitude toward legends returning, our attitude toward le- towards legends returning, might seem hypocritical, mm-hmm. but it's different because they haven't given the women these opportunities. But we will talk more about that, I'm sure. Yeah, and we have talked about it already. So yeah, uh, Edmo asked. He said he'd love. I'd love to hear you guys address the whole Stone Cold of it all, which is. That's our like. I mean, I like Stone Cold, of course. I we've literally only seen him come in, do stunners, and leave. So it, yeah. I would, I hope, I would love to see if he's like in some really good ring shape and all of that and all of that. But still, again, it's just kind of like, where are the women's? Where are the women's? Yeah, but you know what? In what I will add is like mm. this is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I, mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, I've never been the hugest Stone Cold fan. But I think that's also because like when I grew up as a kid watching wrestling, like I also was very plugged into the internet, which I guess it was like the infancy of internet wrestling. And Mm -hmm. so I also knew about like all of the crimes that he was committing, um, mostly against wives and things. Um, But and so I didn't really like love that. But also he is such a a unique performer and um, we'll kind of wait and see. But I don't want to have expectations around this because. The last time this man wrestled was almost 20 years ago. I believe it was WrestleMania 19 is what they were saying. Maybe, maybe Mm -hmm. that sounds about right. So that would have been 2003. That would have been 2003, right? So that's a long time ago. Um, Yeah. I'm happy for Kevin Owens. I'm happy for Kevin Owens. I will say like Stone Cold uh, from what we know now is reformed and all of that. And of all of the old heads who have podcasts, his is like the one that I can at least stand to listen to because he doesn't seem to like put down the new talent or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And he seems to really like to help them from what I heard, but it doesn't really matter. I just, you know, I- I'm happy for Kevin Owens. I just, I just love Kevin Owens. So if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. So I'm good. Yeah. You know, um, what? I will also say, um, and you know what? We'll t- hopefully we'll have chances to talk more about him. Something I'm excited about just in podcasting about Stone Cold is like, 
all of the catchphrases that are going to come up and like even just the random nostalgia. It was all over the place, but also one of a kind and an icon. And I don't want to question that and doubt that. But uh, yeah, it's 2022. I think well, we I think we gave up on him wrestling like 20 years ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Basically I, before he even retired. We were like, okay, you're good. We're good. Thanks. And it's it's really funny, like um like you said, when you were a kid that was dialed in, I was not. So I was yeah. I was Stone Cold fan, but I was always more of a rock fan. And you know, back then it was always yeah. you, know, you had to choose, you know. Yeah, it was. But as I got older, the the first things I did was I watched his, you know, older matches before yeah. he broke his neck. I truly did not realize how good of a wrestler he really was, yeah. like before his neck injury, and how he had to completely change up his style once once he recovered from the neck injury. Like I didn't realize how like good of a technical wrestler he was. Yeah, you know what? It it like um he the thing that I think about when I think of Stone Cold, and it actually is more in a reference to a quote from an interview he did with Chris Jericho, which I'm assuming was on on Takis oh. Jericho mm-hmm. last year, but it I don't even, either way. Maybe it might have actually been from the like stone cold rattlesnake sessions or whatever the hell he calls them Mm -hmm. because i think they did that right after wrestlemania they did last year which was Mm -hmm. a wild decision to do anything after wrestlemania but anyway like he was saying like oh man i don't know i don't know if i i'm not gonna we're gonna work on the stone cold impression I'll, (laughs) i'll 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 get there but um you know what he was he was talking about just how he um like he has so many he has so much passion that like if he comes back, he doesn't want to do it for one match. He wants to do it for a program and like a feud or like a while. And like he is so intense yeah. that I feel like wrestling like mentally does something to him. And I'm curious if this will be one match or if he'll be back for a program or a feud or mm-hmm. what. But like this is not this is not the top As- of my highlights. Right. As long as it's about the young star, if it's a young star, Uh, as long as it's about (laughs) Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah, That's all that matters to me. Um, WWE confirmed that there is no two, no more 205 live, which is sad. Um, RIP, but yeah. I mean, is it, it's sad, but also expected. I mean, they've done this like a million times with different shows over the years. Yeah, and I mean, I I appreciate when they get rid of some of these shows that cool off. Um, mm-hmm. Main event is definitely still on oh, somewhere, wow. but I couldn't tell yeah. you where to find it. I could, I, you could watch Australian Survivor on Hulu, probably, like easier. Oh my god, look main at event that! Is on Hulu. Well, okay. shit. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's kind of but, necessary. But that's so, kind of the point with like, you know what? Maybe I was thinking of 205 Live as I was saying that. Cause like, yeah, 205 Live is hard to find. I think, yeah, I don't, 205 I think it's Live. only on Peacock or something. And Lord knows I hate that app. So, but like, damn, like over, okay. I'm just like trying to spitball here, but they had like Sunday Night Heat back in the day, back in my day. They Mm -hmm. had Velocity. They had Jacked on TV before that. They had uh, Questionable. There are lots of shows. That's about all that I can remember right now. Yeah. But the point is, like, they had didn't they have like Saturday morning Wrestle Classic or something too? Like back in the they had so many different things. But the point being that like 
you know, there's always something cool when they announce a new show and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, but this is going to be uh, I'm tr- uh, lightning, thunder, uh, uh, oh, tornado. Thunder, yeah. I'm trying to like think of the names. <laughs> that they pulled from. Yeah, it's probably like those are all probably WCW names. But yeah. like it is nice when they come up with new things. So I don't really mind it, but I hope yeah. that they're going to replace it. Yeah, two hundred five. I mean, they can't the because they the two for two hundred five live. Like it debuted in, in twenty sixteen because yeah. they had the cruiserweight classic that then brought in all of those cruiserweights, and it was really it was good there for like that first year or two. Then we had like with Neville's King of the Cruiserweight run, yeah, and then oh, Cedric versus Mustafa, like Mustafa's. Uh, tweet out a tribute to 205 Live with the the him yeah. and Cedric moment for yeah. WrestleMania. Um, that was truly its peak because after that, like if you look at the firings, they fought, all of the 205 Live guys are gone. Like all those cruiserweights have been gone like slowly over the years, and then last year with all the firings, they're just all gone. Yeah, and it hasn't truly. been so, a cruiserweight show. It hasn't in a for while, at least a year or so. Like we were talking about how Odyssey Jones was on there calling it 405 Live. They've yeah. kind of been using it as like a women's secondary show lately, where yeah. like um, Lash Legend, Electra Lopez, uh, this yeah. one girl, the new girl, I forget her name. Um, oh, not that's um, coming not not. Nikita Lyons. Nikita Lyons was on there. Amari Miller. Like it's been it's been kind of been used as like the women's show for the past like month or two, which was kind of cool. Like I would love an all women's show, but they can't even do another all women's pay per view. So let alone if they I'm telling you, if they did a like a women's like two or five live, like an all women's two hour show a week, do you understand? How that would probably be the absolute only show I will watch, especially if you have the big women on there, like the, you oh, know, the big yeah. stars, the big stars. Sorry, the big stars. If they have the big stars on there, that's all I'm I'm like, That's a very specific one <laughs> <laughs> from Ari. I'm like, who no, are you? but that's what I'm saying. Like, that would be cool, but yeah, it's, it's over. It's, no, you know. I agree. And you know what? I, I, here's what I'll say: is that the day that that happens. We might have we'll we'll have a podcast meeting about it, but we might need to <laughs> actually just focus on that show. But you know what? That actually is one nice thing as a complete side note about Triple H not being in power as much as he was really like he was really set on like the women had their Cheerios and they don't need any more Cheerios, is what he was saying. He's like, We had evolution the one time. What else do you want? And that was straight it felt strange coming from him but yeah i guess we don't have to worry about that right yeah now. truly truly weird yeah all right so let's get into the big news the huge news the big thing everybody's been talking about cody rhodes is leaving aew and brandy and brandy let me just cody that, and brandy rhodes are leaving aew you are probably the fr- we are probably the first people to acknowledge uh in the same breath that She's leaving. That's always like the. Oh, by the way, Brandy's also leaving. Is kind of what what I've what I've been hearing, which is kind of sad. Lots of lots of kind of like conflicting reports. Like, are they going to WWE? Are they not? Did he ask for a pay raise and didn't get it? You know, um, is he leaving because I saw rumors he left because they signed Punk and Brian? Like, it. I don't know. Uh, I'm just shocked. To be quite honest, I it's just you know what 
Not, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing. We kind of talked about it before, and I just feel like before this happened, before it was confirmed, what my kind of my line has been is if this is a work, great. It's good. Like it promotes the fact that maybe he's going to be in the Royal Rumble or showing up in some way. When this Mm -hmm. continued after the Royal Rumble for me, I was like, oh, this is maybe real. And it just kind of sucks because you would think that a a company, any company, not only a wrestling company, but like any company would be organized enough to keep their top talent and Mm -hmm. to find ways to make sure that you're maybe like arguably the face of your company doesn't leave. Um, Mm -hmm. But hey, that's kind of what's happening. And I'm not, I don't fault Cody at all for that, but it to me kind of speaks to where AEW is like, it would be like if Vince McMahon let Stone Cold Steve Austin leave, you know, at any point. And he really yeah. didn't even let Austin leave. There was no no real competition. And Austin was there for like years, even after he he um, retired from the ring. So I, uh, yeah, it just feels messy and sloppy. Very interesting. Especially since we were, weren't we just talking like maybe... Probably the two or three months ago, how Cody was taking shots at them, like getting ready for his Sammy Guevara match. Like it's really, I mean, uh, I. Cody's been weird. Cody has been weird. weird. Yeah, Cody Uh, has been strange. Like especially in the last year, he's had a lot of um, interesting promos where it's not clear what he's going for. mm -hmm. He had that feud with QT Marshall, which Marshall or whatever, um, which we talked about back in the day, back Mm -hmm. in like May, June, and you know Mm -hmm. he also I watched a (laughs) I watched a funny video that I need to send you if I find it. But it's basically just Cody getting beat up by all of the old people, quote unquote, at AEW. So you're like getting a Taz mission from Taz, totally Blanchard, uh, talking at him, Arn Anderson mm-hmm. putting like Arn gun Buster. moment. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there was all that mess that from Arn. Um, yeah. who else? Sting also. So Cody has really been getting put in his place by these old people. And I know Randy Orton won't be happy about it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he truly is coming back to WWE it'll be really interesting to see where he lands on the card Mm -hmm. Um, does he get creative control no 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 one gets creative control (laughs) I don't think anyone gets creative control in 2022 him and Brandy are a a match set is that what we're getting no Um, I've heard that I've heard that Brandy's not going to WWE oh really it makes no sense to me. I mean, and then it's just like people just pointed out they're 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 so entwined with everything that AEW does. Like she she has her cooking show on AEW. They have two they have yeah. two uh, TV shows that are on Turner Broadcast. Roads to the top and the Roads other one. The, yeah. yeah, and yeah, then yeah. there's the Go Big Show. I Go think. Big Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and then the Nightmare Factory or Nightmare Family is like almost like AEW's developmental I heard so it's like yeah. it's gonna be really interesting I, yeah you thought it was a, you said it was work you were no, the one who brought it up first I didn't even like fully think it was a work I just was I thinking was like I, I kind of did but then mostly because it just makes no sense makes no like sense. 
that news shouldn't be out there like that, that someone mm-hmm. is not under contract for as long as it was. And that news has been out there for the last two months now. Two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes me upset. Yeah. But no, you know we'll what? See. No, I'm just, uh, you know what? Here, that I'm not going to, I'm going to protect my peace. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm not going to talk shit about AEW, mm-hmm. yeah. but um, this hap- I'm not surprised that this happened in AEW. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot uh, yeah. things we've heard from Jade Sheeta about the disorganization. This mm-hmm. also kind of goes into the disorganization bucket for me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they're saying all of those original signings. They're those are the ones whose whose contract are coming up. So Bucks, Jericho, I'm, I'm assuming Mox, all of yeah. the, the foundation people. I believe Jericho. I think Jericho extended like something. Makes sense. Like some comment, maybe it was from Fightful, but he's he has like two more, about two more years, is what they right. said on this. Deal. So that makes so sense. I'll take their word for it. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, put him in there with uh, Miz and Maurice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, like there's not a win. Ah, Cody wasn't doing anything too exciting. Well, because you know he lost the match in like the very beginning, like saying yeah. that he can never uh, go, for go for the title. Which, but I mean, you don't need to go for the title to have interesting things to do. Well, um, right, right, which he's proved over the past three years. But it's still just a weird, like. But also, you don't need to, you don't need to. Um, I just said you don't need to go t- for the title to have interesting things to do. But mm-hmm. the opposite of that is also true like just because you are going for the title doesn't yeah. mean you doesn't are make it interesting. interesting and yeah. Cody's like clearly been going for something he's had TV time he's had stuff happening it's just been very strange. He had the TNT title three times I hope he's happy time. though I hope he's Me happy too. That's, you know, yeah. fighting, getting I'm not even I mean look Miz and Maurice are great but all right. So moving on. Um, that's it for our news section. If you yes. want to send us an email, you can send an email to wrestling at Rob has a website dot com. You can also follow us at wrestling rehab up on Twitter and then use hashtag wrestling rehab up to join the conversation. You can also, um, Join Job Has a Squadcast, our unofficial official patron group for, um, RHAP wrestling fans. Just let us know. We'll get you into that. Um, we also have our podcast feed. Hopefully you're listening to us um, and subscribed. Uh, but if not, you can go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed where it'll uh, allow you to, to follow us and subscribe on all of the major um, podcasting platforms. You should also be watching our beautiful faces right here on YouTube. Just go to Rob Has a Podcast uh, YouTube page and search Wrestling Wrap Up. It will pop up right there. Um, and that's it for the plugs. Uh, so let's just take a quick break. All right. So we got to get into the highlights of the week. Uh, of course, we are going over our, the Elimination Chamber match card. So, um, all of the highlights of the week are, can be found in our show notes and in the uh, show description in either the video or podcast format. Um, Most of just a heads up, we're recording, of course, on Thursday so that it can get out before the Elimination Chamber, which will be on Saturday, uh, February 19th at noon. It's going to be at noon because it's coming from Jeddah, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Eastern time. 
Eastern time, sorry, noon Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so because of that, all of the highlight clips that involve like SmackDown matches, of course, are just old clips. It's uh, um, uh, from last week. So just giving y'all a heads up, there will probably be some, we'll, we'll speculate on any further movement um, we think will happen for those SmackDown matches, but just letting you know, if you watched them last week, they're probably the same ones. <laughs> let's get into the first. Go. Yeah, let's get into the first uh, Elimination Chamber match. The WWE Championship match, which is in an Elimination Chamber. There you mm-hmm. go. Nice picture. Yeah. So we had the champ, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles versus Riddle versus Austin Theory. And this is for the championship. So whoever mm-hmm. wins is the champion. Um, that works. That is how it works. And we just got, you know, on Raw, it was just a whole bunch of like, yeah. oh, Bobby's coming out. I'm going to walk out the champion. Everybody interrupts. And then Brock Lesnar gives Austin Theory an F5. Like, it's just like, it was just your typical, for me, at least. I don't know if Matt, you felt it any differently, but it's just your, your, that last little, oh, we're all in the ring or I'm going to say that we're going to win. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, like the thing I didn't appreciate about that, I'm similarly like lukewarm, if you could even call it that, on the this build match. to this yeah. and on this match. But yeah. you don't need to do that to Austin Theory. Like this oh, is yes, my thing. <laughs> okay, he could have got hit with another. <laughs> Let me just give my give like the thing though. Like the the youngest newest star. Is the one who's getting the F, who's eating the F5 leading into the pay per view or leading into the premium live event. I'm sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I don't love the optics of that. Um, it's not like Austin Theory is more over or above anyone or like, I, but that's kind of my point. Like, I don't think it helps him to have him eat an F5 necessarily. And I don't, he's definitely not winning this match. So it kind of just felt like, Brock was proving his dominance and conquering like he likes to do. But I don't know, there's nothing I, new and nothing I surprising. understand that. I do. Counterpoint is How Austin do you theory. feel? So he could take it. <laughs> Austin, um, yeah, Austin Theory could deal with that. I mean, he's like more of a, a little bit goofier than a lot of uh, characters. And so it makes sense, but what are they doing with so him? So we it's also kind of the got thing in the back of my head. Um, we're talking about him way too much, though. There's not a lot to say there. Right, that part. <laughs> we also got Randy Orton for, and Seth Rollins. Um, mm-hmm. They they headlined the uh, Raw. So and it just seemed like Seth won. So it just was yeah. like a momentum. Like oh. Uh, Seth Rollins has momentum going into Elimination Chamber or yeah. whatever. But if Seth won, that'd be interesting. But um, let's move on to our, let's get to our questions because I think our questions is where yeah. we're, we'll help us get through this and both of us are like kind of like meh on it. Yeah. Um, we got a question from Mike Edwards or yeah, Mike. <laughs> he said, we Mike? united... <laughs> we uniting the belts. Uh, Brock wins the chamber, goes on to challenge Reigns. Um, I hope not. I, we've said it here before, but like I truly hope they don't unite the belts because, again, that just means there's less opportunity for people. That means the belts more than likely won't be on. There won't be a belt on both shows, you know. Um, and again, logistically, I don't know how you do that with the, the TV deals that they have set in place. Mm. 
So I really hope not. Matt, what do you think? Talk about logistics. Um, you know what? Here's the I'm with you. I'm with you in the sense that the like WWE builds up the championships, builds up the championship matches to mean things. And so if you have one less championship that's in the circulation for people to compete over, then they're not like uh I don't know why I'm thinking of Kofi Kingston, but like Kofi Kingston. Um, mm-hmm. Does not have the opportunity to have that championship match exactly. that he's able to kind of like strive for and that story around that. And so, you know, I don't, uh, and Kofi Kingston being like insert random champion here, but I give him as the example because he's someone who's definitely been built as the contender and was able to get over as the contender and as champion, of course, when he won. But if you have the championships tied up, you don't have that. So yeah, let's hope they don't unite them, but. I wouldn't put it past them, obviously. And that's the thing that kind of sucks. Like, do we, we don't want Brock to win the chamber. We obviously Brock would be the one who wins here. If it's not Lashley somehow. Yeah. I don't like the title changes right before mania, but they've kind of already been in that mode because Lashley just won it. Yeah. Um, So I don't know what to think here, but it's just not fun. And if the very least, we'll, uh, we'll get to the next one, but <sighs> if, if, if Brock wins yeah. the chamber, then maybe, um, like if Brock wins the chamber, then maybe he'll cost Roman and then we'll just go into WrestleMania with the both of them going after the WWE championship or we have both of them going title for title and just whoever wins has both titles and it's not unified but I don't know I, I just don't like the, the titles being held up like that especially yeah. for a match that does not need it Brock and Roman title for title does, it does not need to be done which makes me think that they're probably going to do it so more than likely Brock Lesnar is going to win here which is going to piss me off because Bobby Lashley's only been the champion for like a month if that mm-hmm. Uh, Look, Mario, remember when we watched um when we watched Ready to Rumble over on post show recaps uh with Josh and Emily back in June? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they had a scene in there, at least one scene where it was just like all the WCW wrestlers came out and they just yeah. beat down Jimmy King. I would like that for Brock Lesnar. I would yeah. like all of them to all of the wrestlers, the entire locker room. Men, like women, everybody. I want everybody in there and just beat him <laughs> down because it's frustrating. What we don't, what, in what world, in what world, Mari, is mm-hmm. it okay for Brock Lesnar to just go and run through things? And why does Brock Lesnar get to be the ruler of everything? Yeah. Um, why can't Not he, you quote in the movie? Why can't Brock Lesnar just, why can Brock just stomp around like mm. he's the boss, like he's Vince McMahon? And <laughs> it's just not right. They need to take him out. We're tired of Brock Lesnar. I'm over him. <laughs> Maybe we should just stab stupid Brock Lesnar. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> yeah. That was a Mean Girls quote, if you guys haven't uh, And also, I think on. the stabbing was like a uh, John Cena got stabbed in a storyline back in the day. He did. Huh. Look at that. Full circle. Edmo asked, uh, this is a little time consuming, but I'd like to hear you guys fantasy book each of the men in the Chambers WrestleMania match if they're champion after uh Elimination Chamber. So I'll go first and we'll just Damn. run through these. Okay, run, run through. Run. All right. 
So um, it's kind of hard. So just start <laughs> with the easy one. Brock Lesnar, he's a champion. Of course, he's going against Roman Reigns. Easy, right? Seth Rollins becomes the champion. It, I mean, barring that Stone Cold news, I would have had him go up against Kevin Owens. You know, mm. uh, if AJ Styles wins the championship, I would book him against Omos. Now, mm. that, you know, I would have him beat Omos there. I would. It's just. I mean, we're talking about if we're talking about storyline build up, sure. that's where I would go. Uh, if Riddle won the championship, of course, him and Randy. And then if Austin Theory won, I would have said Shane because the rumors were it might have been Austin Theory versus Shane at some point because of the whole Austin Theory being, um, you know, Mr. McMahon's lapdog now or whatever. Oh. Um, and her son, you know, all that. So that would have been oh, kind of cool. Uh, but uh, if Bobby Lashley remains champion... Uh, he's probably the hardest one because they've already it already That's it already point. feels like he's booked they booked him to kind of lose here. Um, yeah, who's his content? Like it, you know what? You would just have to pick one of these guys, I would guess. So maybe Seth Rollins, yeah, or Biggie. I don't know if he Big comes e- back, but he's not. They're not gonna. They're done with that. They're they've yeah. Been done. There's um, been a report that his mm, push has been stopped. Yeah, well, but look, that's pretty clear. And that's what I was going to say about the Roman match. I guess I'll put it right here. But like, like I was saying, if Brock wins this championship, he costs Roman his championship. That means Goldberg would have the universal title. And then if, if Goldberg has a universal title, then you should book Big E against Goldberg. Oh, there. hell no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that again. Goldberg with the universal. Oh, with the title. Yeah. No, that's not good. But no. if he's going to have it, I would love for yes. him to lose it against Big E since that's, again, Big E's. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dream at. Well, look. If, right. you know, that was a good fantasy booking. Yes, um, your turn. I would just maybe, I'm not going to run through all of it because I agree with most of it. But I would say Austin Theory, I would put him in a mat. Like, one, that would be a mess. And the Shane match is one idea. Put him in there with Vince, though. We're talking about fans. <laughs> with Vince, Vince himself. Vince is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in your place. And I'm gonna become a two-time world champion or what? I'm assuming he would be. He's only had it once. Um, remind me, Mari, never to do the gravelly Vince voice because that doesn't, it's not conducive to podcasting. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I it, It's just hard to like look at this field and see anything different than Brock winning. But yeah, I don't know. I it would be. I I do you think if eh, we're not gonna? I'm not gonna do this. No, I just going. would. Well, no, I'm just like I like to see stories paid off, and Same. I like what you said about Randy and Riddle having yeah. something together at Mania, which I'm assuming will happen. I don't know if it. I, I don't think it will be against each other. I think it, it'll be a team thing or, or something. Who knows? Seth, they've been doing a lot with him. Bobby, lot, we'll yeah. see. Brock, obvious. Um, AJ, eh, I don't. I I have no clue what they'll do with AJ or if they'll even revisit the Omas stuff. But with Austin Theory, I actually do hope that they do. Like I that that Shane match would have been nice. I hope that they do something to pay that off. Mm-hmm. I just it's it sucks. To, it even sucks that Biggie is not in that this match. Um, I can't even look. It just depresses me to it look is, at that graphic yeah. without him in it because it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. sense. 
if you think back two months. That's one thing about WWE I'll just mention is like, you can't really tune out for two months and then come back because things could completely change. AW does things so slowly that's Mm -hmm. easy to keep up for better or for worse. True. They just still also don't explain it though. (laughs) This is very true. All right. So I guess both of our predictions for that is, are we just going to go with Brock Lesnar? I mean, I think what I think that like we have to ha- I'm going to say Bobby Lashley somehow wins. Okay. Yeah, I would love fun. it. For the fun. Yeah. I don't actually think that's going to happen, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. So for the next up is the Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg and talk about like does Roman even want to be in this match? Because <laughs> he seems like he does not want to be in this match. You know what? Goldberg doesn't seem uh I mean, we <laughs> we barely seen him. This is literally just him. popped up it's, out of nowhere. It's been all like vignettes, really. Yeah, and you know what? I don't even like. There's if we can contrast this with the Bobby Lashley Goldberg stuff, which, in its defense, that had a lot of life to it. Like the Lashley Goldberg, or yeah, yeah. Lashley Goldberg, yeah, Lashley with Goldberg, the sun mm-hmm. and the, the all sun. that mm-hmm. stuff. I liked that kind of, even mm-hmm. though I didn't really want to see it. I want to see it more than anything that Goldberg's done in the last several years. So, uh, yeah, they both look we, over it in this graphic, though, which is also not helping. <laughs> yeah, because we said it, it's like it's just plug and play. It's just Goldberg is contracted to work all of the Saudi events. So. Hmm. Here you go. Is he is he undefeated at Saudi event? I don't know. Did he lose no, to Undertaker? No, he is definitely not undefeated at Saudi events. Did did he lose to the Undertaker in that horrendous match? Yeah. He has well he he lost to them. So here's what actually on this note, it's funny because I took this note like two weeks ago, but or like a week and a half ago. But so Goldberg and wins is a whole topic, but what mm-hmm. I found from Sportster is that um, so Goldberg in his initial WWE run and apparently never lost a singles match. So that's like before WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's otherwise in his career, he's lost to The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman, Andrew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. So those are all losses from the last few years. So yeah, he's he's been losing actually for the most part. Okay. Well, but no, I'm saying in Saudi Arabia cuz didn't he I beat mean, Bobby probably. Lashley? He took didn't on he... he took on the Undertaker, right? Yeah, he did. That's what I'm trying to say. Did he win or lose that? No, he lost to the Undertaker and he also okay. lost to Bobby. At Saudi Arabia? I thought he won at Saudi Arabia but Maybe. lost. I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. I was but just I can, actually, I can confirm that because they like uh, him. That's I, the reason why he he keeps coming back. And I'll let you know too. So he did lose to the Undertaker at Super Super Showdown, Showdown. twenty nineteen, right? And then he he squashed Dolph Ziggler one year. Yeah, and like knocked um, his shoes off or something. Right. And then they collided. Oh no! I think he that beat, he he lost to Bobby at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam, right? Right, SummerSlam. So I guess he won at the 
Saudi event. Yeah, because wasn't it like a no holds bar match? And it was I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know. He's defending his son's honor. Yeah, he probably won. Um. So I think so. Roman, his quote is, "I'm gonna do. I'm gonna Goldberg Goldberg." So if if that is if what he's saying is what he wants to do. Basically, I, a forty-second match, Roman Reigns squashing Goldberg, and that's, that's what I I hope it's going to be. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, and, I mean, do we need? We don't need more than that. And Goldberg, and and you know, Michael Cole asked Goldberg, like, you know, do you feel like you're losing a step? And he's just like, you know, I'm gonna keep going, basically. So, it, please. Please do the squash. That'd be nice. Um, but I think Roman, I still think Roman wins here again, unless Brock interfered. Like what Roman did to Brock. So I mean, we'll see how this match goes. Um, I didn't appreciate in the build to this match how they referenced that Goldberg had 173 consecutive wins in WCW, which is not true. That right. is not <laughs> a fact. They're all we fake all numbers. Fake. Yeah. But like come on I don't know I'm just I don't need I don't Goldberg he could go we don't need him right now anyone else could be in that spot right now against Roman and it like we know that Goldberg is not mm, maybe we don't know that he's not going to win here it just, it we just would assume does not matter because we're, we're getting Roman versus Brock at WrestleMania. So who really cares? There's going to be some title on the line. I highly doubt both of them lose the title. But in what world do we, you know what? The, it's not even worth the energy to like really think about Goldberg mm-hmm. winning here because I don't think it's possible. Do you think uh, it's possible? The only way it's possible is if Brock interferes. That's it. Damn. And Brock could interfere because Roman interfered in his match and it would make logical sense. I'm not trying to make this an age thing, but uh, I believe Roman is like 36 or 37, Mm -hmm. which is younger than I thought he was. Mm -hmm. And Goldberg is like 52 or 55 Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. 60 or something. And I don't know. I just don't. I don't want to see that older man beating up Roman. Roman do doesn't not. need that. He he should squash Goldberg here. Let's hope. So, I mean, if we are even starting to talk about predictions, Roman, Roman. is my prediction, obviously. Same. Yeah, we don't even need right. to, I'm not even going to try to pretend. Right. I, I don't even know. I no. don't even know if they yeah. show up on, I don't even know if they show up on SmackDown um, this week. I, I would be surprised if they did. Um, Either one of them. All right, let's move on to something a little bit more interesting, in my opinion. Uh, the yeah. women's elimination chamber match. This is the number one contender uh, elimination chamber match. We have Rhea Ripley versus Nikki A.S.H. versus mm-hmm. Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop versus Liv Morgan versus the newly announced Alexa Bliss. So <laughs> Let's talk about the gauntlet match first and then yeah. we'll get into Alexa Bliss's edition. Yeah. So on Raw this week, they had a gauntlet match um to see who would enter the elimination chamber last. So I love when they do this, um, mostly because it's a reason for these people to fight. It's a reason for you to have these give the girls time and have these long segments to eat up your your paper your um show before your go home right. show. Um and I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. I did too. 
My only critique is that I would have liked to, like, I actually didn't realize that when I was watching that it was going to be, it wasn't the last match. Like, I would have. Right. I thought, I completely thought it was going to uh, main event the show. Because Randy so I missed Seth, a little bit of the beginning of yeah, it. Yeah. Randy uh-huh. Seth to me felt a lot more like, um, almost like if you go to a live show, it, televised or not, they'll have like the dark match after yeah. the show sometimes. Yeah. That's what that felt like. Very me. true. Very true. Like I, I was so shocked. I was like, oh, the women are on at nine. Um, but yeah, the whole basically the whole nine o'clock hour yeah. was, was the women, because we'll talk about Becky and Lita next. But mm-hmm. I mean it makes sense too, because that is normally where they put the women's block if it's not headlining. Mm-hmm. It is normally in that hour. So um yeah, but it was good. So we, we, we started off with Nikki A.S.H. versus Ray Ripley. Yeah. And I, I thought this match did a few things. Um, it definitely showed us what the pecking order was. Yeah. But it, it made Ray Ripley look strong. Totally. Um, Ray Ripley outlasted everybody until Bianca Belair was the last person she had to go <laughs> up against in the gauntlet match. And of course, she had just did three other matches prior to that so um, yes. her and Bianca had a, a really good match before Bianca overcome her because overcame her because of course she'd been out there they had the running timer which was really cool mm-hmm. I think Rhea Ripley was out there for like 40 how do you say like yeah, 40 plus I, I think minutes they said 40 yeah like 40 something minutes at one yeah. point which is wild so great for her so yeah. it made it made Rhea Ripley look strong um, you know it did nothing it basically did nothing for Nikki A.S.H. or Liv Morgan <laughs> really to be quite honest yeah. Um, it did nothing for Nikki A.S.H. I know that uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley put on a really good match but Liv was you know foisted or whatever. Right. I think Rhea and Dewdrop was a very good matchup as well. And the way that that match was laid out made you think, oh, is Dewdrop going to take this? And then mm-hmm. it, it that match, I think, like put Rhea over the top so that once we got to Bianca versus Rhea, at this point, you know Bianca has to win because it'll make Bianca look stupid <laughs> if so she bad. comes out last and and gets beat by some beat by somebody who who's been out there for forty minutes. But it made Rhea look really strong because at least Bianca and Rhea's match was a good one. So I think this means that there's no way we don't get B- Bianca and Rhea facing off for that number one contendership. I'm thinking in the in the elimination chamber. And then if Bianca does manage to beat Becky at WrestleMania, which she should, then maybe we go we finally get a Bianca versus Rhea program. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no 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 no. I just I feel like I just saw like I had like a uh um a that's so Raven moment like see the future. Um I Mm-hmm. Um, ah, this makes me really nervous that Bianca's not going to win because, the chamber because we got this between Rhea and Bianca and you know actually I will say I feel like they could have in during the match they could have hyped up the fact that they had like such different but like also such parallel journeys yeah 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 um, even like the last two years they have I think even two years ago at Rust, at uh, Royal I, Rumble, I, they were like yeah. in the final, basically. I, I truly think they're waiting for a proper program to do that because it's literally all right there. They can highlight Rhea beating Bianca. And yeah, NXT. you know what? They have to wait. To, that's why I think it's going to be a good feud. And Bianca never really had uh, a good um, title defense 
when she was champion yeah. because after she she beat Sasha, she kind of just beat Carmella a few times. If and I she had correctly. the Bailey. She had the one hell in the, the cell. One, the well, one. see, her and Bailey had the really good feud, but because they couldn't finish it because Bailey Injury. got injured, it 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 didn't do what it needed to do. So I, I could definitely see that being. I think this means Bianca wins. I mean, Bianca won, so that means she will What's enter up? the chamber last, which means she has the distinct advantage of of hopefully being able to pick the bones, like Corey Graves kept saying in all of the the um, show to pick the bones and. And it just, guys, it just makes logical sense again here. It makes sense. Can we just continue down the path? People say they want long-term storytelling until they get long-term storytelling. And it seems I always say that when we're referencing Black women or Bianca especially. Like, I feel like I said that exact same phrase when we talked about Bianca and Sasha being a long-term storytelling. It's really interesting and funny how people say, oh, WWE doesn't do long-term booking, but the moment they do and it's somebody you don't necessarily like, that's when you start to complain. But anyways... Look, that's yeah, because that's a whole (laughs) other conversation too. And it's like we will not complain just because it's people that we don't like. We will be very clear about why we're complaining about things. And sometimes we just don't like people. But you know, Mm -hmm. not all wrestling's for everyone. Everyone. Yep. There you go. (laughs) Um, uh, So shortly after this gauntlet match finished. Alexa Bliss had two more of her um her therapist. therapist? Yeah, her therapy. They officially call it their Yeah, they call they call they it, did. You know they did. Finally they did. No, no, I, I think they like, did I think they did they when they first health. started. I yeah, they did say mental health. I was like and, I think that they called it therapy from the beginning. Because yeah. I felt very uncomfortable that they were representing that as therapy. I'm telling you, thank you. I thought I was crazy. I was like, this is not should we be <laughs> Woo! Um, no it's therapy and it's so again not not uh, apparently, lose, that guy should lose his license by the way doctor whatever his name is do you know the doctor's name didn't nope, think so if it's not Dr. Shelby I don't know who it is Same. Um, so she finished she completed her therapy he gave her a new lily doll with the old stuffing and I don't said, like this guy as soon like to always carry it with her. I'm still confused, Matt. Did, I think he's nobody confused. answered me about what's going on with this Alexa Bliss situation. I'm still confused because in the segment well, we got earlier in the night, yes. her hair was down, her yeah. makeup kind of looked just kind of regular. And then when it came back to it, her hair was up in the buns again. She was still acting kind of goofy. Like what 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 did this accomplish? You know, I never, I'm assuming that they filmed these all like maybe at around the same time, maybe at the same time in advance. Cause like to me, look, they have their therapist office sets and Mm -hmm. I'm assuming they just filmed everything up front. Cause like that would be really inconvenient from a production standpoint to like have to set up the same room, especially when you're traveling places or whatever. That's like the one thing I would say. I mentioned that to say, even assuming, let's assume that they did record everything in advance. How the hell did this this therapist gimmick seem to change like throughout the series? Like he was at first like kind of a, he wasn't a great therapist, but he was trying to do therapy things. He yeah. said like I've watched the 
insert therapy show here. I've watched Dr. Phil. <laughs> like, I know right. how to therapy, therapize. Therapizing. And now he's just, this this week he went completely off the off the rails. I don't even know what that I'm was about. So con- I'm like, com- I couldn't make sense of confused. anything that he was trying to say or, like, they, they were really shoehorning where they wanted Alexa to go into this therapist gimmick thing with the guy. It just didn't make sense and we still don't know what to expect for the chamber. Exactly. So we got another question from Edmo. He said, should they have announced Alexa for the chamber or left it ambiguous so people could think that maybe Bailey or Asuka return might happen? To be quite honest, I think we covered it last week. It was just kind of like we knew it was going to be Alexa. So telling us it's going to be Alexa I think if anything, it was just weird because I was watching earlier in the night. I they, it was still a mysterious person, and then when I came back later, I checked uh, Twitter later. They're like, "Oh, it's Alexa now." I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, and then so I had to go back and and realize, "Oh, they just announced it." So it's just kind of like if it's just Alexa, I'm kind of glad they announced it. So I wouldn't get my hopes up on a Bailey yeah. and Oscar return. And the simple fact that they're announcing it's Alexa again makes me uh, allay my fear that she might not be the one who wins. So, um, yeah, I like that. That's uh-huh. see that that's exactly what I was thinking with that. And I mean, WWE has, well, yeah, like, especially with the women has this year, 2022, kind of had us, they brought us this conversation of like, do we want the surprise or do we want to know in advance? And I still don't know which way is better. I think that's a good question from Edmo. Um, but I will say that I do not want my hopes built up that Bailey or Asuka is returning and then Alexa is the one who shows up. Because then I'm just kind of bitter about I'm Alexa. Bitter. Yeah, up. exactly. Especially when we kind of Thought it was going to be her anyways. You know, you know maybe, that's, maybe that's what happened though, because maybe they said like, okay, we could do this as a surprise. I would bet that they didn't know that they were going to announce it beforehand. And maybe they just made the decision to announce her beforehand because they realized that maybe people will get their hopes up in a different direction and might not respond to it well. Um, and again, Alexa may or may not win here. But yeah, yeah, so um yeah, it's just Alexa. So it's fine that they announced it. I'm cool. I think both of our pr- predictions because maybe we need to stop being so lockstep, but it just again, logical sense, Bianca Belair. It has to be Bianca Belair. And this is elimination chamber. There's not going to be much ambiguity to who many of these winners are going to be only because half of this stuff is already set in stone. You know what I'm saying? For like WrestleMania, some stuff is already set for Stone and WrestleMania. This is just kind of like fluff. So it's I'm not surprised that a lot of the stuff we pick is might be the same people. But anyways, I pick Bianca Bella. You know, I don't I want to believe. I really want Bianca. So that's how how I'm feeling. Let's go with Bianca here cuz if they don't have her win, like this is really, it's just, it's a miscarriage of justice. I don't have time for that. Stop playing games with Bianca. Give her her title shot exactly. and her championship. That's what I exactly. want for Bianca. Exactly. Give it, give it back. All right. And move, speaking of which, the Raw Women's Championship match between Becky Lynch, the current champion, uh, versus Lita. 
So this is a really good segment I liked on Raw. They, you know, it's, it's a contract signing, of course, but I thought Becky is still really good character work here. Becky was telling Lita, please don't sign that contract. You know, I don't want you to tarnish your legacy by basically <laughs> beating you up. Like, <laughs> which was really kind of funny. But Lita was like, you know, yeah, and then Becky, of course, is like, nobody wants to see it, but these dodos in the crowd. Becky does really good crowd work and it, and it's, um, and I'm glad she's doing it now as a heel where it, it makes sense and all of that and they like we've already said she explains why she turned her back on the people meanwhile Lita's drawing um, energy from them like do you guys want to see me sign this contract you know and um, yeah. Lita talking you said that I inspired you and she said if I had any help creating this monster that I see in front of me basically I, I need to like destroy it so okay, it was that's a, a little dramatic but it was very dramatic it was she said something to that extent but it was she just, did yeah it was just really good again very good old school character work I feel like from the both of them yeah so, um uh, and again I, I will yeah. point out Becky is like Becky's been on fire with with her with her um, gimmick work, and yeah. you know she's always been great with her in rig work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't know. I never, and I don't know why I'm so always kind of surprised as much as I like love her as a as a performer and all. But like I don't remember Lita for her for her promos. I don't think most people do. Right. And I think that she's done like a such such a shot, solid job here, and yeah. so. I don't know. I've, I'm excited for this. I I don't know where they're going to place it on the card, but I mm. damn, I wish that this was a different world where this could be like not in the middle of the card. Um, and so we'll kind of see where they choose to put it. But like this matches all over billboards in Saudi Arabia, it which is. is like kind of a big deal. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that it is. It's just a truly, truly big deal. So um I they got me excited like for it, even though we know Becky's gonna win. Yeah. Um so I'm just kind of excited to see the match, how they how they work together, yeah. see how their styles mesh, see how the match itself um turns out. Uh but yeah, this is this has been great. This has been great character work. And I know a lot of people complained about I'm pretty sure we didn't, but like I think Not Becky us. and the, this the man character, her final, her being heel, it's it's appropriate now because like Lita mentioned, oh, I'm gonna break your 300 streak because or, I, or your 500 day yeah, streak, yeah, yeah, she's a 500 day streak as champion, which like which is. We know what she was saying. I mean, she's not, but it's like it's I, a, I was. She, she's not name. really lying. Yeah, but like, I, and I get it. It's like shorthand. It's, her it's streak, like not it's the title like, streak. Right. It's like, oh, you've right. But also, I mean, we're both on the same page about this. When we heard that, our ears perked up. Right. Mm-hmm. It does kind of feel like it was like a little erasing some some people it's erasing like Bianca's history and and then and then Sasha's. And- well, it's the Raw Women's title. So see the, the, exactly, but so, remember it, it started off as a SmackDown. It's just and erasing just everybody. It. It just, it's just I weird. I, 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 the, the reason why I didn't feel like it erased it was because it, it, it made you really think, and it's true. This is it technically is it is Becky streak. It's not mm-hmm. the streak. It's not the title streak. Mm-hmm. It's Becky herself streak. Becky yeah. had it for a full year, never lost it. 
had to give it up due to her pregnancy. Literally, as soon as she came back, she got the belt. So it, it's yeah. Becky. Literally. And yeah. I'm so, she hasn't had a single night without the championship in front of the audience in WWE yeah. um, for all those days. And I think yeah. that that's important. And I like that they're leaning into that rather than kind of phrasing it as if like, okay, Becky, you've been champion since SummerSlam, which is true, mm-hmm. but also they're trying the to make it, days. They're trying to really trying to bigger up well so done. that it's hopefully well done. the person who dethrones her, Bianca Belair, gets the right. So well done. So yeah. well done. And I'm glad that they've kind of like reestablished Becky. I get that's a different landscape where like there are people like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and others who might be draws. But like they've done such a good job kind of bring her up pretty close yeah. to where she was before she left even though I feel like before she left she was the star for star, a while yeah. and, and you know maybe she'll be there again and that's why people are complaining because they feel like she's not as big a star maybe as a heel as she is a, as a face or something or just not as big a star but honestly if you really think back to right after mm-hmm. her turn at SummerSlam this is what they kind of originally wanted her character to do because she had yeah. originally came out and she's like oh she started trying to talk down the crowd and it was like it didn't make sense because the crowd as she's trying to say I don't need you guys or the crowd was never you guys gave up on me the crowd's chanting Becky Becky so luckily at that moment they pulled back they had her do like a tweener role the man was born she was doing kind of heelish things but also being you know face in situations and this was you know before she got the title she was playing very much the, the stone cold uh, yeah. comparisons were very apt so you got to remember that that uh wwe misses a lot of the time uh, but they got it right on accident <laughs> with the original becky the man run by not making her heel initially totally. and waiting till this come back to really lean into her heel persona because it works now. It, it works and she's doing really well at it. So you gotta kind of give them props sometimes. You have to give them you definitely give them props for that. Especially when they trip ass backwards into something good. They really let's do. Be honest, let's be for real. That was that was Becky. <laughs> that, they really <laughs> do. And like even with this match at Elimination Chamber, Becky and Lita, you know, I haven't seen like anything that's been particularly negative about it. I have, I have heard some people have the conversation of, Oh, we have to stop bringing back all of these legends. And, you know, we talked about that top of the show, mm-hmm. save that for the men, save that for the people who've been back again and again and again. Cause like, that's the problem. Yeah. Goldberg. Um, yeah. But like, don't really hold, you know, I'm, I'm glad that most people don't hold that against uh, like, Lita, who hasn't really been back, or others. And, you know, maybe this, who knows, maybe Lita coming back will spark some other people to come back. Mm -hmm. I don't know who else, uh, but let your imagination run wild. And and, and then there's also a difference, because I think we've said it on here before, I don't mind Legends coming back to prop up the town, the full time talent. Mm-hmm. It's the legends that come back and then bury them. Uh, Goldberg, you know, mm-hmm. is the ones that I truly have a problem with. So yeah. there's n- no other way than Lita being here to pr- to give Becky this um, character work time to be as evil as possible to to amp that up so that she can then take the pin and you know get even more heat on Becky. So this is great, you know, and it's Lita. I mean, geez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. said. So, you know, Becky for the win here for me. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just wild though that this match is happening, especially because right before the Rumble, I said, Lita, she's the one. She's mm-hmm. who I want in all the dream matches. You did say this that. This is one yeah. of them, apparently. Wasn't ready for it. Don't don't live your dreams. You'll be disappointed. I don't want to be right. disappointed. Something like that. I, I want to breeze, I want to breeze through this <laughs> next match because it's Thanks. like, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, we could breeze through everything else. <laughs> no. Well, at least just this uh, match. Not everything else. Not everything, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, it's going to be the Usos or the current champions versus the Viking Raiders, which I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, girl, okay. Like, <laughs> Jimmy faced, I think, Eric or Ivar. I don't know which one. He beat them. Somehow they got a tag team championship match. Yeah. Um, the clip from this week or last week uh, was the Viking Raiders were about to have a uh, interview and then the Usos just ran up and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> they beat them down. Yeah. And then they, they, <laughs> they took their little helmets and just like, cool. <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> theft, like, you don't need to get theft involved theft in this. Yeah. Just like, let them have their helmets. <laughs> So, um, in the, um, so it's the Usos versus the Viking Raiders with basically no build. The, the tag team division is in the can right now. They don't even have a graphic on on WWE. Can't even say it on WWE.com right now. If I'm looking close, I'm sure it'll be there by the time that this episode's out. Maybe not, but it's not there now. So. Well, that goes to show you how much they care about the match. So, yeah. just like that, I don't care about it that much either. Mm-hmm. It's really sad because the Usos are are part of the bloodline. They're having this great, like, kind of run with Roman, but they've not had any good, significant storyline feuds for, that involve just them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just say, and just because just, of that reason, I'm just going to say that the Usos will win because there's no... Same reason as to why to take the, the belts off of them right now. How do you make the Usos like such an exhausting tag team to watch? I'm exhausted watching them now. Right. Because it makes no sense. It's not like they've been doing this with their different but like with any matches they've had on pay-per-view for a while and I get that there was the Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio run back in, I guess that was like um, Money in the Bank to SummerSlam maybe if oh, the Usos won back the title run. But yeah, yeah, something like that. So it's just not like give us some a meaningful feud for the tag teams. And I understand I mean, the way that I understand it is that Vince McMahon does not love tag teams and the explanation right. that apparently he is given, according to Bruce Pritchard, who I've heard out on these podcast streets, has been like, oh, wrestling tag teams are it's like you have to pay for two flights and two people to do. And it's just like, is that really what you don't like about tag yeah. teams, Vince McMahon? That's what's been widely reported for a while. And um, just they're, they're there. Give them something to do. It's make sad. It it's like, yeah, give them something. Uh, and also yeah. make us care. Like more make importantly, us make care, us yeah. care. But I mean, there are lots of ways they could do that. That to me would be an interesting fantasy booking situation of how to actually revive the tag team division but that's not what we're doing now they need like some sort of I don't know if they need some like scrappy underdogs that the people can get behind I feel like against them 
Yeah, like I feel like we're we're really missing like a good face team. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the Viking Raiders are cool, but I've never really yeah. connected to them. I know a lot of people used to love them. The New Day is great. You know, we have Kofi, Kofi is and Big E now is I guess back a part of the New Day, but we sure. don't we've seen the New Day versus the Uso so many times. It's going to be a great match. We know that, but there's no, you know, we need more storyline to it. We need to be able to distinguish them even in our minds because they kind of just blend together at this point. Exactly. So then like, what is it like Ricochet and and Cesaro have been teaming, but nobody cares about that because I feel like a real tag team. So it's Uh, just, they need, they need a really good face tag team that yeah, you want to see beat the dirty Usos, and it's just not. I'm not seeing it right now. The dirty Usos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like. I think it's just on that note. Maybe they pull a. They would never do this because they don't care about tag teams like that. But like, I don't know if there are legendary tag teams or tag teams that aren't under contract, and like, there's if there's an open challenge situation they could do, mm-hmm. but. There's, I can't think of anyone who would be like really rootable against them. Maybe like I can think of one tag team. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I I can think of one tag team. Yeah, that would blow the roof off the place if they challenged the Usos. I think we're on the same page. It's DIY. You you put Gargano and Ciampa back together, and you have them go for the Usos belts, and that would instantly, that would be it. That would be the match. I'm shocked. I thought you were gonna say MSK. No, no, no. Not anybody or the Creed currently Brothers. on or no, because no, I still don't think anybody who's on current NXT 2.0, I feel like they're still being built up, so they still need to stay there. But I'm I'm thinking if Johnny Gargano came back from his paternity leave, you get Rebel Heart on that mug. Tommaso Ciampa was already on yeah. Raw this week. Um He's kind of doing like a defender of NXT uh, storyline, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But if him and, and and Johnny got back together to form DIY, that would be the, the injection that that the tag team division needs. I don't think we're getting that. I think Johnny is probably happy wherever he is um, mm-hmm. doing whatever he is. And mm-hmm. it would be surprising to me to see him come come back. But I like I like that idea. I think that's in like the ballpark of something that would be interesting. But the thing is, WWE is not going to do it. And mm-hmm. um, prove me wrong. Prove me You're wrong. Right. Yeah, because Ciampa and, and, and Gargano are on a good... I remember they, they left on a good page when when all that went down, if I remember correctly. I mean, it, whatever. I mean, they... It, it doesn't even matter if it did because they could always bring it's them always back together. Different. Exactly. Yeah. That, that pop, that pop, they would get if Rebel Heart played. I'm telling you, on a, yeah. in a open challenge situation. But do you remember when they had Tommaso, when they had Champa and Gargano on like Raw and SmackDown for like a couple weeks, and they basically did nothing? I don't remember that. See, that's the problem. But they probably just had them on there, though. Yeah. But that's, I think, how like maybe they think about them. So I'm. That's kind of where I. I don't think. It, I don't think it would go that far. They would probably be closer to having like Braun Breaker and Rick Steiner team than having like Gargano and Champa in a meaningful feud on the main roster. I'm not convinced that they'll give them that space. But yeah, whatever. we've talked about that way too long. We so, did. Yeah, the Usos. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So let's again move on to something that I, I'm actually very interested in again. We have Naomi and Ronda Rousey versus yeah. Sonya Deville and Charlotte Flair. So uh-huh. we talked about it last week. We got the banger from Naomi and Charlotte, Bang. which then set up uh, Sonya Deville came in to beat up on Naomi, which set up Ronda, you know, coming to help Naomi. So we we uh, we got this. Um, I think it, I think we even talked about it last week that we got this uh, announcement um, for this tag match. So I'm excited yeah. because. Um, I think this will further this will definitely further both storylines without yeah. finishing them. Mm-hmm. So I think no matter what, we already know we're getting Charlotte and Rhonda at WrestleMania and I think this'll this'll be able to help us get Naomi and Sonya on the card as well. Yeah. And this is I don't I can't remember if I said it uh on the last episode, but Sonya, you know, wanted to wrestle Rhonda when Rhonda first came back. Yeah. You know? Um, it was a it was a whole total divas. Yeah, I was gonna say they. I actually saw that yeah. total divas. Yeah. They had a little feud, a little like there. weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Ronda was mad disrespectful. So he was uh, like, "Who is she? Why? Who is she? A, yeah, she's like. Uh, there's a word. She's she amateur. Used. She said she's yes, an amateur. Like she's MMA. an amateur or like a hobby fighter or like yes, a hobbyist. Like so yeah, yeah, oh hobbyist. She went in on something. crying. Yeah. <laughs> Ronda's really rude. So if Sonya gets to punch Ronda in the mouth, that's awesome. <laughs> so I, I'm excited uh, about this match. I think it's just going to be great wrestling uh, from women. Yeah, but like, Mari, so a conversation I've heard come up a lot. I don't know if anyone... I think I swear someone asked us this question. Yeah. Naomi and Black History Month have a deep relationship and in that it is essentially the only time that they like to push her. Um, and I've heard oh, this right. come up a couple times this week, but really, do you have thoughts on that? Um, like, that why is she that, so hot she in February? Get very hot in February. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? At this point, it's like, it's, it's just, it's in the just door. Naomi though. It's like it's fine. not like it's not like uh anybody it's else. It's just Naomi. I don't know. I just hope people aren't boiling her accomplishments down to that because no, no matter what, she works hard a hundred percent of the year. And if this totally. is the time that they find they feel the need to um uh push her, then we gotta take what we can get. You know, yeah, you know what though, good. but like at the same time, there are a lot of other people that they're not pushing. There mm-hmm. are a lot of other black stars that they push at different times of the year. Um, Naomi just like her month is February. I, you could tell she's gonna. Mm-hmm. I, she needs to win this match to prove that point. Um, but damn, yeah, I always I'm I, I wonder about that because I I've seen it come up. I'm not. I think it's just coincidence, though. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that it's almost WrestleMania season, and she is a good like contender in the in leading up to things. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to think of that. But I did think I would have to. I had to. I had to bring it up. Okay. So yes. we also got a question here. Um, it was it turned into a yeah. discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting. So yeah. uh, Derek asked us curious of the Sonia of it all. I was under the impression that LGBT athletes pretty much couldn't slash shouldn't go to Saudi or to Saudi. Um, yeah. And uh, 
it was a big enough deal getting Dewdrop there. What are your thoughts on this? I know WWE likes to talk about progress and change, progress and change a lot, but this seems like a pretty big deal on top of the fact that they have so so many 12 women, like 12 women competing across three matches um, on billboards. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that was one of the things I found really interesting as well. I was like, yeah. we went from like getting having to get one woman's match on these cards to getting three and mm-hmm. then one where there's six women in it. Like that's yeah. crazy. I can't speak to change of a country. You know, I, I can't speak to any of that. Cause I, I don't know mm-hmm. that portion of that, but the sheer fact that they can get this many women on the card is, it feels very good for me as a watcher. Yeah. Uh, just me as a watcher, I'm glad that there are way more women's matches. Now, what that means for the athletes themselves, you know, I don't know. I yeah. looked it up and um, it it is so the the from what I looked up, the Saudi yeah. Arabia's LGBTQ policy yep. is like they don't yeah, like like homosexual activity is not allowed. Um, uh-huh. But I don't it, it didn't look like it said anything about like uh, LGBTQ athletes. So I'm a, my thought process for that is like they're not in the ring doing activities. So they should be fine. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, that'd I don't be a whole know. other show. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> but I do think, like, you know, one thing I would say is like that, you know, in terms of, in terms of this question, I think it's, it's a great question. We're also not the probably not the best people to ask in terms of like geopolitical (laughs) affairs. I just interviewed um, Kevin Kevin McLean and Nigel Bocanegra, and they are like international affairs experts. So like, hit them up, ask them; they'll have a lot more to say. But I will say this: that you know the uh, like, I, I think that there's look. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I would imagine that you know there might be some double standards here like okay or multiple double Mm, standards like one like these are women and Mm. you know like we treat like gay women different than we do gay men for instance or like lgbt women lgbt men um but then also like these are american women so Mm. there's that as a factor too like they're not saudi women or saudi people so i just think that there's a lot to sort through the one thing, though, I do want to comment on that I have, like, maybe not probably a great, like, a great understanding of, but just, like, in terms of behavioral change, which is something that, like, comes up in, in my work, or at least that I've, I've spent some time, like, learning about over the last several years, is that I would be really interested to see WWE, like, actually try to track its impact in Saudi Arabia. I feel like it's yeah. probably minimal, but like it's kind of BS for them to claim that they're having an impact when they're not actually measuring that impact. Like, yeah. are there less instances of like violence against, um, against women in particular? Cause they're always talking about women and hope. Are there less, you know, I, I don't know. I have questions. But they don't have answers. And so I'm not willing to say that they're actually making progress. No, yeah. They're not in any measurable way. And that's kind of dangerous to claim that, like, putting out these women as, like, 
in a really performative way is actually making a difference because it's is WWE claiming that well WWE is always saying like we're changing I don't know how they phrase it but they are talking about how like putting women in Saudi matches is like leading to empowerment for women in Saudi and like oh yeah 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 or even giving hope which like they Mm -hmm. I don't think that they're actually measuring these things or like tracking these things in any way yeah yeah, so, I mean, I don't want to give them credit is all I'm saying, because mm-hmm. I don't really think it's having an actual impact. Yeah, I yeah, we don't. Yeah, I a sporting event having an impact on <laughs> one time like, like that show. Yeah, like it shows up highly like, twice a year. Basically. Yeah, well, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, highly unlikely. So highly. I mean, and that's what I'm saying, like from a, a, the standpoint for what that country is doing, I have no clue. No. Now, Am I excited to see these matches? I yeah, sure am. I yeah, am I, too. I, I sure am. I am too. Yeah. And we'll see. I always we, do feel like when I watch though, like uh, it's these, someone I know commented about like what they're wearing. I've heard there's so many r- different takes about how people feel about this. And like that, I will say is something that kind of gets me out of it when I'm like, oh, everyone's wearing t-shirts. That mm-hmm. throws me off. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 not what it's, it's you're a reminder of where we are. Used to. Yes, exactly. It is a remind. It's a visual reminder. Um, but if that's what the, it takes for them to be able to perform safely and not getting mm-hmm. like backlash, I would I I would prefer that for their you know their safety. Um. So yeah. <sighs> <laughs> it's so hard because it's like you cannot just bust into other countries like country and be like change all this up you know no but like I think that this has been a healthy discussion yeah we're like yeah there are things that we don't know <laughs> yeah and it's so complicated and we still talk about every time we have these events yeah. it's really hard it's still really hard to watch because you feel like mm-hmm. you're supporting things that you might not necessarily be supporting yeah so it's just kind of one of those things where you kind of like uh, the equivalent of like tweets do not equal endorsements. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's Damn. so rough. I know. I know. And yeah, yeah. we're getting we're getting these we're getting this match, this hopefully phenomenal match. Naomi, Rhonda, Charlotte, Sonia. I, I think I think the the yeah. good guys kind of have to get the win here. So I'll, I'll go with Naomi and Rhonda winning. Well, you know what? I I like where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to go with the same prediction. So that's, that's like one thing. But also, I could see a world where Charlotte and Sonya win here. Because I don't really see Charlotte it's keeping the possible. championship at Mania. Yeah. And I also, assuming that we see Naomi and Sonya at Mania, I don't see Sonya winning. So I'm actually going to go with Charlotte and Sonia with the very, very much fair. like a, I don't believe it, but that's going to be. Uh, if they win, sure. that means Naomi's taking the pin though. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and we were just talking about Black History Month. I know. Um, Again, down bad. We're, we're down bad. <laughs> and then it's in Saudi Arabia. So like, does that suspend Black History Month rules? I don't know how the works, but <laughs> I, I'm going to go with the Charlotte Sonia thing just so that one of us is right. Definitely. Yeah. Drew, Drew, we get, next Ooh. up, we have Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Um, 
Falls Count Anywhere, uh, Drew McIntyre is going to whip Madcap Moss's butt all up and down that arena. Like, there's no other ifs, ands about it. Uh, that's it. <laughs> I mean, because I, I think I think the reason we're getting this is that more than likely we're leading to like a Drew versus Baron at, at, at WrestleMania or something, people are saying. So, I don't know. Oh, um, that's not fun. That's not fun at all. Poor Drew. I thought um, Drew was supposed to take time off. And, I thought so too. Um, I don't. You know, he should take that time. Why come back? Yeah, why come back for the e- He's good. He doesn't still going over this inner. Yeah, he that does get that. He does get injury. that money. He gets that money. That's true. That paycheck. Actually, do I don't know people's bank accounts and pockets. I'm I not going to try to understand that. Yeah. But look, he's not losing money by doing this. This is true. So yeah, I think Drew McIntyre comes in on top. Great, yeah. And, and then finally, uh, <laughs> Who's the finally we get Rey Mysterio versus the Miz. Yeah. Um, the only really funny thing about this was uh, so this <laughs> yeah. week, this week we got Rey Mysterio. Oh, sorry, we got uh, Rey and Dominic versus Alpha Academy, and then Miz came. You know, mm-hmm. and and hit a skull crushing finale after. Yeah. But last week was very hilarious because the, the Miz basically questioned Dominic's paternity to his face. <laughs> he said, "Are you sure?" He's like, "You're a little tall. Are you sure you're not Eddie's uh, son?" Uh, which yeah, was, which was very kind of hilariously Miz. And I we mean. did we get we did get Dominic versus Miz uh, yeah. last week. Um, so. I, I I would hope Ray Mysterio wins here, even because the Miz did the the Miz and Maurice beat Edge. In, no, they didn't beat Edge, so maybe the Miz gets it here to win. Eh, maybe Ray gets it because I, I, I mean I don't know. Yeah, it, it feels like either or, but I'm sure, gonna go let with me Miz. let me go with Ray. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a not? cute. It's just a cute setup. I think this is just a great, like, Rey Mysterio is a legend, but he's a mm-hmm. full-time legend, so that's why you don't, like, you kind of forget, but um, this has been good. It, it's been a great pivot from, it, it did feel weird. I was like, yeah. Miz, weren't you just feuding with Edge? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, nope, move, we're moving on to Rey Mysterio. I'm picking yeah. up Rey Mysterio now. Yeah. Um, Keep it all in the family, funny. though. I like yeah. how he's, like, all about the I don't know why why he wants these family feuds to go. Right. Maybe he wants to be the host of family feud. Mm, that might be his career. That would be good. He'd be good. Yeah. Um so we but we still keep getting these weird uh not weird, but just visionettes of how close Dominic and Ray are and <laughs> are we gonna get a turn at any point? Do we mm. need I don't think we need like a Dominic turning on Ray. I don't I don't they could kind of keep that for me because Oh my gosh. I just saw. I had a moment again. I just saw the vision again. I'm. I don't know. I think I have like some powers or something. I'm having like my Raven kind of podcast tonight. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, Mari. I said I think Ray is going to win. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's the vision. So Miz wins. Somehow this leads to a feud between Ray and Dominic going into Mania, and then we get that match on the card. And there's not going to be a lot of build. Mm-hmm. And, but like, what else would make sense for Ray and Dominic at Mania? That would be, I, I mean, know. it would be a good match, but I would just be very, like, 
It's because I'm, I would assume you'd have to assume it would be Dominic being like, I don't need you anymore. A la yeah. good, like Charlotte versus Ric Flair type of thing, mm-hmm. like turning on his dad, which is like, it's fine, but you have to know where you're going to go. Like, it's don't fine. turn Dominic and yeah. then not have anything for him after the Ray match, you know? Yeah. Like you, and then also you'd have to, I would, I would hope that, that he would turn, he would turn everything. Like again, you drop the last name. He would start wearing his own, like a different set of gear. Like you would have to go full on into it. Mm-hmm. Don't pull a Nikki Ash where now she's supposed to be a bad guy, but she's still wearing a, bright superhero colors. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I feel like you would have to literally go all in if you're if we're doing this, go all in. And then, what do you do with Dominic after that? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And. We'll see. I mean, the worst case scenario from my perspective would be like this. So we have, we talk, we reference the Miz, potential Miz, Maurice, Brandy, Cody. I actually don't think that's, I don't believe that's happening anymore. I, mm-hmm. It'd be nice to see that at Mania just because, but like, it doesn't sound like Brandy's joining WWE. So we'll see if that's actually true or not. We'll see if any of that's true. But worst case scenario might be, Dominic becomes like a Damien Sandow. I wish I was joking here, Mari. Dominic as a Damien Sandow, Ms. Dow kind of like, <laughs> let me Ms. dress Dow. up as Ms. instead of as you, Ray, and that's how I'm going to piss you off. Um, mm. Don't want to see it. Don't want to see that. No, not at all. Eh. I would, like, I would I would love if like I wish there were some some other superstars, some more um like second generation superstars hanging around because oh, I would totally. love a, 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 a redo of Legacy in a in a different way. Don't call it Legacy. Do something else. You know. I, I've always wanted that, and I love. When I, they do I wish stuff like that, that. I wish that like I don't know that we could dream one yeah. one day. They've they've attempted stuff like that. Like they yeah, had yeah. legacy. They also had like what the comes heart, to mind is the, the heart new, found yeah, mm-hmm. we're on the well, exact so same page. The, the heart dynasty. Heart dynasty, heart dynasty. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So we've gotten that, but like they could do so much more. They could. And I you know what? It. Throw Charlotte in with them in there too, because she doesn't need anything to do with that championship. Mm. Kind of wish maybe if they had the clones come back, they could they could kind of be like a Dominic's like in his like bodyguards or whatever. The women have a lot of it, it, this is not related to Dominic, but like the women alone have like some solid second, third generation, third generation. people. Very that, true. Put them together. I don't know. There's a lot. That, I mean, we did also see Tamina and Natty, which I should like probably acknowledge in this context, mm-hmm. but whatever. And, and I'm not gonna like. I'm definitely not gonna take up any time with this. But on <laughs> Raw, did you see that 24 seven champion um, spot with like um, Dana Brooke? Justice and Reggie? for Dana. That was disrespectful. <laughs> Dana Brooke and Reggie were at like a a meal, and then of course our truth comes on with a fake mustache pretending to be a waiter. That wasn't even the funniest part because it's like you saw that coming. Our truth has done that so many times. But when Reggie kind of pushed our truth and said, "Run, Dana!" Dana got up and run, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Tamina, <laughs> Tamina had the glasses and the shawl, and she stood up and started. <laughs> I don't. I had to rewind She's that. So- I was. Dying laughing. I was like, why is this so funny that Tamina is trying to beat up Dana Brooke in a, um, in a costume? But this is like the funny, this is like the <laughs> best. It's so sad too because it's the 24 7 championship. But like, I'm a, 
I don't know if I could call myself a Dana Brooke fan. I'm just going to pull up this image from the segment you referenced just because um, on our YouTube version here. But I don't I just wish that the 24-7 championship were more over because this this seems to be the most meaningful thing. I'm not saying this is like shade or to drag her, but this seems to be like the most meaningful thing that Dana has done, maybe Um, other than managing Charlotte Flair at the very start of her main roster career. Is there and another picture? Because I want it. Because this is <laughs> if you're watching the YouTube, this is the, that was them at dinner, right? And then it's just them. And if you look in the background of the picture, matches had up. There was nobody sitting at that table. No. Um. We'll see if you can pull up the other picture. We'll but see. It, yeah, it was really funny. And then, but what ended up happening was Reggie took the belt off of Dana Brooke. This has nothing to do with Elimination Chamber, but yeah. it was just very quite hilarious to me. Um disrespectful and no if anyone if anyone finds tamina um out on those oh my gosh what is going on here mari these people you know what they are hilarious they're hilarious with these segments um i don't know why they do any of this but i did find a picture of our truth uh at doing the waiter the waiter thing and um it's it's uh, I'm gonna stop stop stalling because I'm scrolling through like a page. This it's not worth it. If you want to see it, go to like WWE.com or actually we'll add it to the playlist. Yeah, um, so you could check it out. That'll make life easier. All right, so that's it. We just talked for a very long time about the uh, elimination chamber uh, match. Um, so let's just let's just throw in one more ad break. Just yeah, you know. one more ad break. It will be right back. So uh, we also had NXT Vengeance Day. You know, we're, we're running on time. So we're. we're I just want to say, like, um, we did get MSK versus the Creed Brothers in the Dusty Classic Finals, and of course, the Creed Brothers won. It's a really good match. Very expected. Vengeance Day overall was pretty good, but it did kind of feel a little rushed. Yeah, you know that's kind of the thing with these NXT. Again, I don't. What do you call them? Premium live events, uh, hit pull mm. shows. Like I don't know what you call it, yeah. um, but because it's still just on at NXT time, it's yeah. still the same allotted time of two hours. So some of the some of the matches did feel a little rushed. Um, including like the Pete Dunn, um, the, the Pete Dunn Tony D'Angelo match opened yeah. it like weaponized steel cage match. It felt yeah. like it. It felt like it needed a few more minutes, mm-hmm. but um, still not too bad. Here's a picture of the Creed brothers. Matt has up. Good for them. I don't know why I like them. They are really good, and they were yeah. and the fans were really into them, and they they yeah. just have the intensity. And it's funny because I remember maybe last week seeing a clip and even this week seeing like something with their match it reminded me of somebody they kind of have like Kurt Angle intensity and I don't know if that's just me saying that Mm -hmm. because of the singlets or what but they do and it's Mm -hmm. really like how is their finish a like this clothesline it's a clothesline and it's actually like looks kind of brutal and like you don't want to be hit with that yeah. Which is notable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's something about them. And yeah, and it just and Imperium, you know, came out. So it just furthers again the Imperium versus the Creed Brothers mm-hmm. um storyline here. Uh and then so 
the a lot of people were kind of talking about that the Braun Breaker match, like the Braun Breaker versus uh, Santos Escobar um, match. People were confused why the crowd was booing Braun Breaker, but apparently it's because in the NXT like crowd loves Santos. Like, yeah, but That's interesting. Yeah, it was a serviceable match. Definitely not to me, not the best oh. of the night. Pers- like personally, I thought it was like you're like just- some would say it's serviceable. Not <laughs> me. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, no, no. I know what you mean. It definitely <laughs> wasn't the best of the night, and yeah. and that do- yeah, it. it eh. Braun yeah, Breaker it a, can't have a great cool. night every night. It was fine, and, and it's just I think it what it just truly suffered for is we we knew. Escobar wasn't going to win, yeah. More than anything, yeah. I, you know, I felt like it was this was a clean finish, and I were all of the matches on the card uh, from NXT Vengeance Day all clean finishes because um, I feel like even the like I know with the Creed Brothers it was yeah. a clean finish. Uh, I Trick, mean, you could Trick kind of got in the Carmelo Grimes, yeah, but not much. Yeah, it was. That's kind of what it was. Yeah, because like Carmelo won with the. We didn't talk about the diving leg drop. drop. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel like anyone had like a weapon screw job finish. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so interesting. I just think they kind of were like, let's keep going with what we have going on. Was a lot of what um, what I felt like the show was. Yeah, I think exciting. I think that was the best match of the night, Carmelo versus Cameron Grimes, mm-hmm. because Carmelo is the eighth champion, and I was way more invested, because I, I, I did feel like uh, Cameron Grimes was a a suitable contender, but you are just hoping, like, Carmelo just basically got that, that title, so mm-hmm. uh, you, and you have when you have Trick Williams in your corner, you can do no wrong. And, and, and the way <laughs> Trick celebrated after the win, it was like he just won the Super Bowl, basically. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, he was so over the, mo- over the moon um, and, like, good for him, but, damn, yeah, I, I this mm-hmm. just established, like, even for me, I he's was a like, star. he is a star, and he's just like, both of them. I, I think a lot of people might look at him maybe as the supportive, supporting character, but I hope that WWE mm-hmm. sees that star power. Um, Cameron Grimes, though, in my mind, I never was like big on him and his in ring work, but the last few weeks, especially, he's grown on me because mm-hmm. he's like has that weird like gimmick where it doesn't seem like he's supposed to be a good wrestler <laughs> he seems kind of aloof but like that man is actually very impressive and he knows he, he has like a very impressive vertical leap to jump uh, he does I don't know I'm just very I'm a, I'm a fan of Cameron Grimes here yeah yeah and um like you said, he was he used to wrestle under what was the name? Oh, I don't even remember. Um, his old name was Trevor Lee. So oh, he was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was big on the independent. Um, yeah. TNA independence. So people people used to really like him. So he had yeah. a lot of hype, and I think he, I think we did say something like this, but like he had a lot of hype coming into NXT. Mm-hmm. I just remember him being hyped up, and then when he initially came in, I was like. 
who is this? Like he he yeah. really hit his stride with the whole like getting the money, reform forming the character, the LA Knight. Yeah. Like he really has he is peaked right now. Like you said, he's gotten really good now. So good for them. And it was an overall really just a really good, you know, little pay per view event or whatever you call it. So yeah. Can't complain. Um yep. I guess I wanted to move on, but I was gonna the, say okay, I was like, I know the opening the opening of the um Vengeance Day, I don't know if you saw it, but Wait. like oh yeah the text messages, <laughs> like the group text. I was like, what is this? I saw not and only why did is I it my life. It, I watched it like multiple times because yes. I wasn't expecting it and I wasn't I was paying close attention mm-hmm. at first. And I'm like, what? What are they doing? And I, was, I had to like get really close up to my screen. Yeah. Like, what are these texts that they're sending? Who wrote those texts, Mari? I don't know, but and it was why really was funny. it like a seventy-year-old man who wrote all of those texts? Because I, I don't know. It was kind of hilarious to me because so we opened <laughs> Vengeance Day with like Mandy Rose, like Mandy Rose is in one location, then Gigi Dolan is in another, and then JC Jane is in another, and it's a group text, and they're talking about like, <laughs> oh. Uh, who y'all think's gonna win tonight? And they kind of go over each match, but they're really just kind of talking about the men and like, it's oh, is Carmelo the A champion? And and I'm not gonna lie, I was like, didn't even pass the damn Bechtel test with this segment. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Ugh. hit. This is what our group. This is what me and my girls' group chats kind of look like. It's always like though, you know, you get it's like the one person asking the question. It's the one person just saying the most like raunchy stuff. It's like, what are you, why are you even saying? This isn't even the conversation we're having. <laughs> like, Yeah, but like at the same time, okay, fair, but what, do you always like talk about, do you always say what you're about to text out loud? Oh, no. But like in a paraphrased <laughs> form? That was the awkward part for me. Mandy was oh, like, I see that. oh, I really don't think Carmelo could win. And then the text would be like, Mellow is trash. Barf emoji or something. (laughs) Uh, Were they talking out loud or were they? I don't even care anymore. That was a great opening, a very memorable opening to NXT Vengeance Day. And the good news is, if you want to go back and watch it, you only have to watch like two minutes into the show if you don't. Yeah, literally. And damn, I'm sad. I couldn't find any uh, any the images pictures? of their group. I know. Know. I was looking too. I was looking too. <laughs> uh, but that was funny. I a lot. Some people found it corny. Some people didn't like it. But I thought it was like I thought that was kind of funny. It was corny. It was, just, it was so weird. It just catch you off guard. You've never seen that. It's really. hilarious too. Yeah. But look, good job. Yeah, good on them that they actually had a memorable opening segment because I can't tell you the I can't I couldn't name another one. Exactly. Other than like, maybe I think this is the they've done a few of these toxic attraction Mandy Rose type of things, and so good for good for them. I'm happy yeah. for them. All right, so that's it for the highlights of the week. As always, all the highlights of the week can be found in our show notes or show descriptions, either on the YouTube video or on the podcast notes. Uh, just thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, yeah. Matt, what do you have coming up? Wow, what do I have coming up? I have uh, an, a new episode of Pod Friends coming out this this weekend, Sunday yep. night. Um, it's early that we're recording the episodes. Normally I wouldn't announce who the episodes are featuring, 
but who cares? I'm going to announce it right now on our podcast. Mari, do you want to know who's going to be on the next episode of Pod Friends? Yeah, sure. Please. It is going to be none other than, oh man, I feel like I need like a nickname for her. Uh, uh, we're just going to call her Kirsten McInnes. Yay. On the next pod friends diving in. We had a great conversation. I actually uh, have been sitting on that one for a few weeks because we recorded a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. but excited for people to hear it, hear more of her story. Dive in. There's just a lot there. Um, but uh-huh. again, love featuring the amazing, amazing people from the world of RHAP after Kirsten. There are a couple more interviews for this season of Pod Friends, and other than that, I mean, what what else am I, have I been up to? I was on the Celebrity Big Brother recap, much like yourself. Yeah, um, and you know, that's kind of where I'm where I am. And also, like otherwise, you could follow me at Matt Scott GW. I'm mostly like tweeting about work and stuff, but cool things too. So you could check that out, um, Matt Scott GW and Mari. Where, where? Where can the people find you? Uh, I was just on the Big Brother Celebrity Big Brother uh, season three mm-hmm. uh, episode Wednesday night episode recap last night. It was me, Rob, Melissa, and Maggie. Yeah. Um. So that was you know it was fun. Uh, like I said, it was it was it was it was a fun podcast. It was just like the, we had to deal yeah. with the heaviness of of Dak's passing. But um, other than that, we talked about an episode of Celebrity Big Brother that was so lackluster, and how the end of this season is just woo we. It's, it's not notable. Good. It's, it's yeah. notable. But uh, uh, we were. Um, I'm out. Else am I on? Well, I'm I'm here on the wrestling wrap up. Uh, and Same. there will be some more stuff coming. Uh, I'm going to pop over Ooh. on post show recaps. Ooh. Uh, once you get, you'll, yeah, you'll get more information once some stuff comes out. We got some stuff Whoa. in the pipeline. Whoa. So if you want to know all the stuff that I'm doing, just go and follow me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. And I post everything that I do over there. I talk about reality TV. So just go and follow me. And of course, wrestling. So just yeah. go ahead and follow me there. And if you want to know what I'm up to, I will always post it, uh, Look at that. Booked yes. and busy and she has Bless. surprises to drop, ladies and people and ladies other people. people. Lots of people. Yeah, I don't acknowledge any well, no, ladies, non-binary people and uh, other people who Everybody. I don't acknowledge. I don't I don't <laughs> the, the gentlemen's. But, so <laughs> please rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars. Five stars. Yes. Five stars. Uh Again, you can go to uh, Rob has a, a website dot com slash wrestling feed to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can, um, yeah. A shout out for to Force of Will on Twitter, who yeah. is always um, using the hashtag Wrestling Rehab Up. Uh, he keeps us in the loop. Uh, you keep the, the support yes we love it we love it we love the tweets hit us up um and also thanks to everyone who always submits questions for the podcast while yes. we're at it it means a lot we love hearing from you mm-hmm. um if you didn't get your question in this week there's always next week exactly and uh from me and matt scott yes wait wait is this our closing this is the closing okay i'm not sure okay i'm gonna pay close attention okay remember wrestling is for everybody but not all wrestling is for everyone 
Good night, everybody. Night. Down just a Matt Mari. Wrestling over half pubs, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every weekend and feeling like a party. Pull a Rick Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple Blair, huh? Best podcast, rush it in the air, huh? Bummer rings and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down just a Matt Mari. Wrestling over half pubs, gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris. And we coming every weekend and feeling like a party. Ridiculous!